1: the following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get
3: a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10-4. 9 night. We'll make it happen. We know
4: what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live.
5: Daniel Suarez, two car lengths over.
4: I, I truly believe that I have learned a lot in the last four years, not just as a race car driver, but as well as a person. Uh, it was a lot of fun to to spend the last four years with uh with Juggy Racing.
5: Richard Childers has got one heck of a race team. I'm
6: talking about. We it. both knew we had something special. Everybody said, well these two hard-headed guys, there's no way they're ever gonna get along but we knew it was something special, when we both wanted the same thing. NASCAR
1: Live is brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley.
0: Hello, everybody. Happy New Year, and welcome to year 36 of NASCAR Live. Right here on the Motor Racing Network, Mike Bagley and the MRN crew here with you for yet another year as we get geared up for another racing season. So glad you're with us, and on today's show... We're going to cover the latest news stories. We're also going to be celebrating the number 50, 50 years of Richard Childress Racing, racetracks celebrating 50 years in existence like Talladega Super Speedway, Michigan International Speedway, Dover International Speedway, Sonoma Raceway, 50 years of Daytona 500s on the Motor Racing Network, and a whole lot more. 2019 is going to be a year of some major milestones in NASCAR, and we'll highlight all of them on today's show. Yesterday, it was announced that Daniel Suarez is going to have a new home in 2019. He is headed off to drive the number 41 car at Stuart Haas Racing. We're going to go face-to-face with Daniel on today's show. We're going to talk about his new racing address and a whole lot more. To get us going this week, let's bring in the host of NASCAR Today Midday, Kyle Ricky joins us with the latest in NASCAR news. Kyle?
7: Mike, that is the final piece of the 2019 driver team puzzle in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series with Daniel Suarez's move to Stuart Haas Racing in what he has called a multi-year deal with the team. Suarez feels ready for the new challenge after growing as a driver the last four years at Joe Gibbs Racing, which included the 2016 NASCAR Xfinity Series
4: Championship. Very excited to make this move. I'm definitely a different driver than years ago or, or even a year ago, more experience and, and already knowing a little bit more what to expect and what to ask for and and, and getting into, into a race team that, that I know that they have already their, their, their chemistry. Suarez will drive the team's
7: number 41 car, which was vacated by Kurt Busch, who was moved to Chip Ganassi Racing. Suarez will be one of three drivers on track this week, tire testing for Goodyear at the Auto Club Speedway of Southern California. Joey Logano will be at the test as well, driving the new Ford Mustang for the first time in the Cup Series, and says he has no idea what to expect with all the unknowns of the upcoming season.
3: We're unsure until we get there. Um, You know, with with the new rules package, that's one thing we gotta figure out. Uh, The the new Mustang, I'm excited about racing a Mustang, for one, that's that's gonna be really, really cool.
7: The test is set for tomorrow and Thursday. And the defending NASCAR Camping World Truck Series team, Hatori Racing Enterprises, has announced that 24-year-old Austin Hill will pilot the number 16 Toyota this season and have United Rentals as a primary sponsor. See more on that now at MRN.com. Mike?
0: Thank you, Kyle. Coming up next is our In the Zone Driver of the Week, Daniel Suarez, brought to you by AutoZone. Does your check engine light have you stressing? The free AutoZone Finder service will help you find the likely issues, saving you time and money. See store for restrictions and details. Get in the zone. AutoZone.
8: Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff.
9: Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you.
4: Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me.
9: Ignore them!
8: Progressive (laughs) Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state
10: law. On February 17th, the stage will be set for racing's greatest day, the Daytona 500. A day that delivers four-wide excitement, legendary moments, and unforgettable finishes. A day that keeps you on the edge of your seat and that you'll remember forever. The greatest race awaits. Experience the thrill of the Daytona 500 in person. Guarantee your seats before they sell out at Daytona500.com.
0: We'll go face-to-face with Daniel Suarez next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR.
8: Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-242-1706. 800-242-1706. 800-242-1706. Motor Racing Network honors the monster mile. Dover International Speedway for 50 years
1: of NASCAR racing.
11: Uh, I haven't found straight straightaway yet, really, Uh, because you come off the corner on the inside and you drift up, right in the middle of the racetrack and then you're turning again to get down uh, down into the next corner. So actually the car probably doesn't go as far as just going directly straight, maybe three or four car lengths is the only time the car really goes directly straight, so the corners are banked a whole lot, but the straightaways are banked a whole lot, so you don't never get a chance to do any kind of relaxation all day long. Here's
12: Allison going to make his move on the outside, there's a lap car directly ahead, Donnie's on the outside, he's up there, half a car length back as they come to the line, it will be Richard
11: Petty by half a car length. Only time he relaxes when you stop on the pits or uh, have a caution flight, but as long as you're out on a the racetrack, there's, there's no, uh, no catching your breath at any point
12: here comes Benny Parsons out of the turn heads for the start finish line checkered flag for the gentleman from Ellerby North Carolina
13: last year I run 300 miles and uh, you know I was give out at 300 miles I went ahead and had to run 500 and that's what I'm gonna do Sunday run 500 but after 300 uh, you keep wondering when the checkered is going away. It'll
5: be a very popular win here at Dover Downs this afternoon. He won at Daytona in the Pepsi 400. He scores his second win here today in the first state of Delaware. Dale Earnhardt Jr. wins. It was the most exciting before the race to see the emotion in the fans, but during the
3: national anthem and things like that, I mean, it's just amazing now. everybody can come together after something like we had over the past couple weeks, and I'm just really glad to be here. Being American, I guess.
8: He
7: blew the field away yet again, this time here at the Dover International Speedway. Kevin Harvick
13: is a winner. It's
14: a fun race track. I enjoy coming here, and, and uh, you can be really aggressive and, and push the car a little bit further than you would at some other places and, and uh, use the banking to your benefit. So it's a fun place to race.
1: Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley.
0: Ah, uh, Those are some of the greatest hits of the Monster Mile Dover International Speedway, one of several tracks that is celebrating 50 years this year we welcome you back to nascar live let's touch base on this week's big news story stewart haas racing announcing that daniel suarez will be the new driver of the number 41 ford mustangs replacing kurt bush in 2019 mrn's woody kane sat down with daniel suarez to chat about his brand new opportunity
5: daniel suarez wins for the first time in the NASCAR Xfinity
15: Series. Let's talk a little bit about moving to the 41. What uh, will you take from your experience at, at JGR that will help you with this situation?
4: I, I truly believe that I have learned a lot in the last four years, uh, not just as a race car driver, but as well as a person. It was a lot of fun to, to spend the last four years with uh, with Gibbs Racing and driving the, the, the 19. uh I reserve Camry most of the time. Um, and I feel like I learned a lot. We won races together. We won a championship together. And in the, in the Cup Series, it was good in my first year and, and last year. It was it was a little bit disappointing. Uh, we had some good results, but, but, but we were extremely consistent, So overall, I'm just very excited to make this move. I feel like I'm a, I'm definitely a, a different driver than two years ago or, or even a year ago. More experience and, and really knowing a little bit more what to expect and what to ask for and. And, and getting into into a racing that that I know that they have already their, their, their chemistry and, and it's a racing that uh, that was able to do something that is extremely difficult and something that uh, that uh, in the last years is not normal to happen that is to win with every single program every single team that they have in the racetrack uh, there is not a team that has done that in a while. So they they were able to do it last year with the competition of two days. So just very happy to be part of uh, the 41 uh, group, Uh, Billy Scott, uh, my my new crew chief. He he has made me feel like home already, just in months of working together. So just very excited to to, to come to to this uh, new home and uh, and excited to to go there and and, uh, hopefully win some races
15: with that moving to a new situation you've also got a new rules package coming up with uh, similar to what we used in the all-star race a little more horsepower what are your expectations about that and how do you think it's going to go
4: well hopefully the same expectations that uh, that we had in the all-star race we almost won the thing so uh, and actually Stuart has racing one won the race with I finished second so you know I just feel like there is a lot of good things happening our way for this year and hopefully we can we can we can take advantage of it and uh And the most important part have some fun
15: and the last thing i'll ask you is: i saw also on your social media you're working on a ford now normally you see you working on volkswagen beetles but you're working on a ford and asking people about the wheels and stuff to put on it how close is that car to being done
4: well that car actually is my dad's Uh, that's that's my dad's car but actually my dad and i we share a lot of cars that's uh, that's a ford 1972 galaxy that he bought uh not too long ago and and, on that thing it's, it's, it's almost as big as my house. That thing is huge and, uh, and he has a big motor and, and he, my dad is he's just as crazy as myself. But a little bit older, uh, he, we, we decided to play with wheels a little bit, we put air suspension to that thing and uh, that thing uh, definitely take your attention when that thing is, is, is running on the street so uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of all cars and Moscow cars and and I guess uh, now, being of the, of the Ford Performance family, uh, that is going to be the perfect excuse to build uh, maybe a form, an all foremost Mustang. All right,
15: Daniel, congratulations and good luck in 2019. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: That's Daniel Suarez as he spoke with our Woody Kane in our NASCAR Live face-to-face interview. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we're going to preview a brand new podcast coming to MRN.com, and we'll spotlight a NASCAR pit crew member that's on a new
9: reality show this month. Live sports are the
0: one true reality entertainment where a single dramatic moment can become timeless. In NASCAR, Motor Racing Network's live broadcast elevates your senses to the sights, sounds, and struggles taking place on the racetrack.
5: Austin Dillon leads the pack. No one ever thought he would contend for the win. He's going to win the 60th running of the Daytona 5. The
0: power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. We'll preview a new podcast coming to MRN.com next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR.
1: back. The Motor Racing Network congratulates Michigan International Speedway on 50 years of NASCAR racing. And a good, good day from the
11: two-mile Michigan International Raceway at Brooklyn, Michigan. This track really complements everybody's race car very well. If you have a car that's uh, got a lot of horsepower and really runs fast up the straightaway, you can utilize that here.
12: Waltrip moved up in the groove. Pearson was going to box him in. Here comes David on his bumper down to the inside. No way. Waltrip wins it by just about a half a car lane.
11: When you run a 400 mile race, you've got to run wide open all day long. Dude. You even yeah. be close to sprint race and that's the reason why this is the good car races it leads to just a couple.
12: Here they come to decide it all. Petty is on the inside. He pulls up. Pearson moves back. Petty has won and he waves as he comes across the line.
0: He wins by five feet. Jimmy Johnson not a factor. Mark Martin is catching Greg Biffle. Biffle's out of gas. Here comes Martin to the bottom of the racetrack. Martin takes the lead and Comes up dry, and now is off the pace in turn four. I
7: think the fans really got a great show here. You got two guys wrestling for the win. Uh, which is what everybody wants to see, and then you got a surprise winner coming out of it. A lot of drama.
16: Dale Jarrett stays low. Davey Allison forced to the high side. They nearly touch here in the main straightaway. They come to the straight at the checkered flag. Maybe Jarrett by inches, but they are already checking the photo finish camera. If Dale Jarrett won, he won it by an inch and a half or maybe two. It is clearly the closest finish in NASCAR history.
8: When they announced it from up Top, when did you find out you'd won? Well, I thought that I'd beat him right from
1: the
12: very start, right? As soon as we crossed the start-finish line, I could see that I was just a little ahead. I was hoping that's the way that they saw it, that I wasn't just wishing something there.
0: Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Some of the greatest hits from Michigan International Speedway over the last 50 years. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. That two-mile racetrack in the Irish Hills of Michigan turned 50 last year, but it was a year later in 1969 that NASCAR started racing there twice a year. Coming up next month, MRN's going to have a new podcast series celebrating 25 years of the Gander Outdoors Truck Series. You'll hear from the biggest names from that series telling stories that you've never heard before. The 2000 champion Greg Biffle talked about how he was introduced to the series after racing in the Pacific Northwest. Local guys
17: struggle to get recognized. And and I, and I noticed um, they, they did the Tucson Winter Heat Series. Which was in the winter they'd run one race in November, one in December, one in January. And they would run um, they would run Late Models, Winston West, and a few in a couple other divisions. Mm-hmm. They'd run a three race series. And, and that is when, you know, NASCAR's off. So everybody's sitting on the couch watching TV. So this is televised by ESPN two. And uh, Benny Parsons, uh, Bob Jenkins in the booth. And I became good friends with Benny Parsons through that three race series. I raced it two years in a row, won, the, won some of the races, I built cars, became good friends with Benny. And I said to Benny Parsons, I'm like, how do I get, you know, how do I get an opportunity to get into the truck series? And I talked to Benny about it a lot. And so the story goes, Benny Parsons was walking through the garage one day, and if you didn't meet or know Benny Parsons, he could talk to anyone and would remember his memory if i could have 1 30 second of his memory i would probably have two cup titles for <laughs> <laughs> don't make that mistake on the racetrack the guy has a memory like 10 elephants not just one and he's walking through the garage is you know BSing with jack roush and jack mentions to him hey I can't find a driver for my third truck team I'm starting. Tommy Kendall, you know, was crazy or, or wouldn't accept the offer. Who knows what, you, you know, they had a little dispute and negotiations, right, that'll happen with drivers. And so he said to him, hey, don't forget about that kid I told you about out in Washington. I think he'll do you a great job. Jack Roush went to Jeff Smith, which is the president of Roush, and told Jeff Smith, hire that kid, not get a resume, not anything, not get set up a test. He said, hire him. And so fast forward, I'm sitting in my, I have a race shop in Washington state and you know, we build street stocks, late models and sell some parts. And I'm working in the, uh, you know, I'm working in the office and, and, or I'm working in the shop there. My parts man says, we're just getting ready to go to lunch, Roger and I. And that's when we talk about, that's our, that's our business meeting. You know, we, we go to lunch and we sit and we, okay, what builds are coming up? What races are we doing? You know, whose cars got to go, this, that. That's our time to sit down and talk, mm-hmm. you know, because we don't have time during the, during the day. We're, we're slinging parts and cars and building stuff. So my parts manager says, Jeff Smith's on the phone for you. And I'm like, well, who the heck is Jeff Smith and why would he give his first and last name? And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take it. So I go in there and I jump in my office and I'm, I'm uh, talking to him on the phone. He told me he was the president of Roush and Jack wanted you know, him to call and wanted to know if I was interested in racing the Camping World Truck Series in you know, 2000, which would be 2008, or excuse me, 1998. This was about middle of the year, later in the year, 97. And so I'm in there talking to him on the phone for about 30 minutes and i have a small window similar to this that looks out into the shop and roger's all mad at me he's like holding his arms up in the air because he thinks i'm just in there on the phone shooting the bowl with somebody (laughs) and i write on a piece of paper jack roush and i hold it up you know and i'm like it's it's jack roush and he's like whatever (laughs) and a few minutes later he's back over there i see sparks flying and he's grinding and welding and he's back to work and so about 45 minutes later i get off the phone and uh, run out in the shop and tell him about it. And, of course, I had to tell my parents. And then I don't know if I could even eat lunch. I was so excited.
0: You can hear more of that as well as other stories from the Gander Outdoors Truck Series starting next month on MRN.com. As we work our way through this short off season, NASCAR Live is going to be highlighting a pit crew member each week as we head to the start of the season in Daytona. The Wheeland Trusted to Perform Pit Crew Member of the Week is Brianna Daniels, a native of Virginia Beach, Virginia. She's a member of the Drive for Diversity program and the first African-American woman to serve as a pit crew member. You can also find her on NBC with a new reality show called The Titan Games, hosted by The Rock. Dwayne Johnson, MRN's Rocco Williams, talked with Brianna about her experience.
18: The Titan Games, it came about, well, I knew nothing of the show at first, Mm -hmm. but um, they reached out to me because of my story with NASCAR. Okay. You know, me making history, uh, then I attended a tryout and they liked me, you know, so, uh, you know, and that's how I got my start.
7: <laughs> Speaking of which, you know, you're making history within NASCAR as a tire changer, yes. as a female tire changer, and um, how has that process been?
18: Mm-hmm. I would say in the beginning it was kind of overwhelming. Overwhelming? Yes, with <laughs> all the interviews, I mean, literally the, the interviews haven't stopped. Okay, um, but because it was a big deal. A big deal, that yeah. You
7: were a trailblazer in that capacity.
13: You were making history. Yeah,
18: and just thinking about it, too, it's like, I wish that happened sooner. Mm-hmm. It's like, I made history last year, 2017. Dang, mm-hmm. like, it took that many years for this to happen, but I'm just glad to be in the position.
7: Uh, does that distract you at all with your training or as far as um, your uh, evolution as a tire changer? Does that distract you or does it motivate you?
18: Um... I mean, I've always been into the cameras and whatnot, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I wouldn't say that's a distraction okay. at all. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. Like, ever since I was a little girl, I always had these talks with my mom saying, like, my mom would even constantly tell me, like, you know, baby girl, you're going to be somebody special in the world really? one day. <laughs> and we thought it was going to be for acting first. But, um, you know, it's NASCAR now.
0: You can catch Brianna this Thursday at 8 Eastern on NBC's The Titan Games, hosted by The Rock. That's this week's Wheeland Trusted to Perform Pick Crew Member of the Week, brought to you by Wheelin' on the road, in the air and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Still to come on NASCAR Live, we'll celebrate another track that debuted 50 years ago and later we'll celebrate 50 years of Richard Childress Racing.
7: After more than 1 million hours of development, the truck of the future has arrived. The new Cascadia from Freightliner, inspired by science, driven by passion, It's loaded with driver-focused improvements, such as noise abatement technologies for an even quieter ride, an innovative wraparound dashboard for improved comfort, and a reimagined driver's lounge that promotes productivity and relaxation. Experience the new Cascadia at your dealer or online at Freightliner.com.
1: MRN.com. Original online audio, video, and digital content. Need the latest information on each week's races? Check out the MRN.com Race Center. Need to find your local radio station for MRN original programs and Camping World Truck, Xfinity, and Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series races? Go to stations on MRN.com. All the latest NASCAR news and opinion pieces, race schedules, driver standings, and archives of MRN programs, MRN race broadcasts, and so much more.
0: MRN.com. We'll look back at 50 years of racing at Talladega next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR.
7: It's
9: RIP the Fence. Join two former voices of USAC, Dylan Welch and Tyler Burnett, on a ride like no other. You can't really tell much stories because you don't want to get anybody in too much trouble. As
7: the two chat with the faces of traditional open-wheel racing. You know, I was four wheels in a fluff and hot laps, and my dad actually after hot laps says, if you do that again, we're parking. It. Catch up on prior episodes and get ready for the ride with RIP the Fence. Available for free to download on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the podcast app. Or available on MRN.com.
5: Change is good. You're either growing together or growing apart. You know, some some kind of change
7: is always happening. There are plenty of changes in the NASCAR garage in 2018. What isn't changing is NASCAR Today Midday, keeping you up to date. To be able to drive for Roger Penske on the cup side has been something I've always wanted to do. And uh, to bring the 12 car back, I think it's it's a pretty big deal. Your midday NASCAR fix is NASCAR Today Midday. Weekdays here on the Motor Racing Network. The voice of NASCAR.
1: Talladega Super Speedway is celebrating 50 years of white knuckle racing.
15: The largest sporting event crowd in the history of the state of Alabama watching what may well be the fastest stock car race in history as the leaders hit the banking in turn three.
12: Labonte takes down to backstretch.
5: Earnhardt comes up the end, outside! It's Earnhardt and Baker going to the outside of Labonte for the lead in turn three! Richard Petty is all the way in above the track, he nails Pearson! They come across side by side! Petty's done it! Petty is one by two feet! Richard Petty has just won the Talladega 500 as he and Pearson nailed each other in the side coming to the trioval
17: trouble as Allison shreds a right rear tire the car gets up
12: in the air and crashes down onto the asphalt right at the start finish line caution waves immediately A hard crash for Bobby Allison. The car just literally demolished as it slammed into the concrete wall. Short of the start-finish line, Allison's car has come to rest down toward turn one.
16: Trouble here in the main straightaway. Two cars get sideways. Everybody tangles with one another. Mark Martin hard into the wall. Jeff Gordon slams. Here goes Ricky Rudd. Other cars go. Martin is across one guard barrier, hits the inside guard rail near the entrance to the infield road course. Caution on the speedway. Jarrett falls in behind Irvin, and Kyle Petty falls in line behind Earnhardt.
2: Jarrett falls off of Irvin. It's Earnhardt and Irvin coming up. Left traffic. It's a dead heat at the end of the back
9: straightaway.
5: Here's Kyle Petty. Kyle Petty up on the outside of Kyle Yarbrough. It's Petty and Yarbrough going for second. Here they come off the turn. Their door handle, the door handle, as your leader sweeps into the tri It's Petty on the outside.
2: Trouble in turn number one. Mark spins out of control. The whole pack is involved. Cars tumbling through the air. Over on all, oh, twisting around and hit again as it comes back to the bottom of the racetrack in the corner. A savage crash in turn one. Several cars involved. Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the bottom. Digging hard. Levati sideways. Nearly brushes the wall. Earnhardt
5: takes the lead out of turn number two. Not They're the Ricky Craven is in the wall. 15,
0: 20 cars sliding everywhere.
5: Watching a race at Talladega is so different than anywhere else. Your driver can literally possibly take the lead at any moment in the race.
2: Kenny Wallace, one final shot at Dale Earnhardt. Behind him, the whole pack steaming for the finish line. Dale Earnhardt wins it. Earnhardt wins the Winston 500, as there's trouble after the finish.
5: has the lead, though. He's not been in the picture all afternoon. Suddenly, he's in the lead, but under attack. Contact here in the triumphal. Edwards goes up in the air. Brad Keselowski comes by. He'll score the win, and the Aaron's 499. RCR trying to make it three in a row here at Talladega Super Speedway, about to be decided. Into the triumphal they come. The challenge on down low. Jimmy Johnson pulls out front but Foyer looks like he held him off. No, they're saying Jimmy Johnson will get the win. Elliott
2: Sadler gets turned.
0: He's upside down. He's on the roof sliding down the back straightaway. Now the car turns gyrations. One, two, three, four, five barrel rolls as Elliot Sadler tumbles off the end of the backstrap.
5: Mark Martin working out. Kevin Harvick is spun. He crashes. Kevin Harvick is upside down. Matt Kenseth gets away with the race lead. Everybody piled up, but Matt Kendith, Jeff Gordon, and Kyle Busch. Everybody still single file Tony Stewart.
3: It is
12: absolutely a blast. It's a blast for the drivers, and it was a blast for the fans. Kurt
5: Busch out of fuel, dropping to the inside of the track. Here's Eric Alvarola, who nearly won the Daytona 500. He leads the way, coming down to the line, and he will win today in Talladega.
0: Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Some of the best moments of racing at Talladega. Superspeedway right there, and you heard them on the Motor Racing Network. Welcome back to NASCAR Live, 50 years of some of the most exciting racing in motorsports has happened in Talladega, Alabama. And to help us reflect on that and a whole lot more is Grant Lynch of Talladega Super Speedway. Grant, Happy New Year. Welcome back to NASCAR Live.
3: Happy New Year, Bagman. Thank you for having me on.
0: 50 years of racing at Talladega Super Speedway. There's a lot of action that's happened over the years. Are there any? Certain things that stick out to you more than others about what's going down there at your racetrack?
3: I think Dale Sr.'s last win being at Talladega and how iconic he was at Talladega and all the races he won at our place and just how much he loved racing at the plate tracks, you know, both at our place and Daytona. I think that's that's a huge thing there just for all that. And of course, when you start talking about all the records they went for when the track was first built, I mean, they had school buses setting records and John Ray set a record in a tractor trailer and I think if you could drive it back then, they'd let you come try to make a record. And, and then you just got all the exciting racing that's happened on the track and all the people that have won. It's, it's an iconic facility, and I think to have in our 50th year to get $50 million to redo our infield and do what we're going to be doing in this infield this year, it's just an iconic year and a great year to celebrate 50 in a lot of ways. Bring everybody up to speed on what
0: you're about to do and the status of the construction that's going on right now.
3: First thing is we're putting in the big, massive tunnel, so we're going to have a full-size tunnel that RVs or tractor-trailers can go two directions at one time coming in and out of the facility. Probably the best amenity we've ever done for our infield fans uh, with the fact that, you know, now you got to kind of wait outside until we can open up gate nine. But now they're going to be able to come in starting Wednesday morning all the way through the end of the week. You can come and go as you please. So that's a tremendous amenity I I had Russell check on me because we ran into some groundwater. Believe it or not, since we cut into that tunnel about, about two months ago, we have pumped 16 million gallons of water out of the bottom of the area that we're trying to fix up there, and we're wow. still on schedule. So the company that's doing that, Taylor Construction, is doing a heck of a job when you think about 16 million gallons of water have come out of that hole.
0: Well, I'm looking at the construction cam right now, and folks, you can as well at talladegasuperspeedway.com. While you're there, why don't you make plans to join us. April 28th, the GEICO 500 for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. Of course, the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the ARCA Series are going to be there as well. Grant, thank you so much. It's been a great ride, 50 years worth. You've uh, created a lot of memories for all of us inside the sport and the fans as well. We can't wait to get back to your spot and make more memories coming up this April there.
3: We'll we'll hope everybody will join us in April, and then for our 50th anniversary race, we'll be in the fall. We'd love to see everybody come see us.
0: Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll celebrate another 50 years. This time, it's 50 years of MRN covering the great American race, the Daytona 500
1: facebook and twitter mrn is there follow mrn on social media for all the latest happenings from the track and in nascar breaking news video photos live races and shows stats opinion and more follow along on mrn's facebook and twitter for children with chronic medical conditions victory junction means friends fun freedom That's because we provide a medically safe environment where kids who live in a world of hospitals and doctor's visits can laugh, play, and discover all they can be, all at no cost to their families. Victory Junction inspires confidence, builds self-esteem, and changes the life of every camper who comes through our gates. Find out how you can change a child's life. Go to victoryjunction.org. Need to find your local MRN radio station? Taking a trip and want to listen to NASCAR races? Go to MRN.com. Click on stations to find all MRN's local radio stations. Plan a trip and map out MRN stations along your route. MRN on your local stations. Tune in.
0: Motor Racing Network will broadcast its 50th Daytona 500 next month. Coming up, we'll look back at some of the biggest 500 highlights here on MRN. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR.
1: MRN's Throwback Thursday, the greatest races in NASCAR history.
5: Richard Petty goes back in front, they both spin, they're in the wall. Petty is
12: sliding, Pearson is still running. As they come to the stripe, the winner is car number 21. They spin, they go into the outside wall. Earnhardt hits the wall, Rudd hits the wall, and scooting through is Jeff Bodine, and he is going to win the Holly Farms 400 here this afternoon.
1: Thursdays at 1 on MRN.com, on demand on iTunes and Google Play. Throwback Thursday on MRN.com
3: Learn more by visiting racingelectronics.com.
1: The twists and turns of Sonoma
12: Raceway is celebrating 50 years of racing excitement. This is, in my judgment, and I've been doing this a long, long time, I've never seen a race course or a track that will demand more of these drivers and their cars than we've got here this afternoon.
16: Ricky Rudd will try and break a 22-race winless streak. He won at Watkins Glen. He wins here at Sears Point Raceway, Sonoma, California.
12: As far as this race goes, nobody knew what to expect. Ricky Rudd is going to have one final lap to do it. They'll take the white Davy Allison spins as they go into the corner. Davey Allison looked like he might have backed
16: off just a second, a little contact between the two. Allison spins it around. Here comes the Tide Chevrolet. He will get to the start finish line, receiving the checkered flag and the black flag, both at the same time from Doyle Ford. And this one is an interesting finish to say the very least.
14: You know, I was leading the race going into turn 11, I was down there on the inside, protecting the line, but driving straight, I wasn't doing nothing out of line. And next thing I know, somebody just plowed in the back of me and turned me around.
2: So, uh,
14: you know, I don't think Ricky did it deliberately, but, you know, it was pretty hard hit.
2: So he could have avoided it. Wallace has the car solidly underneath him. Now for the final sprint to the checkered flag and his second win in the Save Mart 300. It's Rusty Wallace. The road courses that we
12: run at Watkins Glen at Riverside, this road course is totally unlike the rest of them. It's very tight. It's a very slow speed racetrack. Uh, a lot of uphills, a lot of downhills and things like that. We
16: head to the checkered flag. And for Dale Earnhardt, he has broken the logjam atop the NASCAR Winston Cup points with a win here at Sears Point, his first road course victory ever. Well,
5: I
1: tell you, it's a been a long time coming for us. I'm concerned for his road courses. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley.
0: The Sonoma Raceway debuted in December of 1968 and has been hosting races ever since. NASCAR started racing there in 1989 and has been a staple on the Cup Series schedule ever since. We welcome you back to NASCAR Live. Another milestone to celebrate this year is Motor Racing Network's coverage of the Daytona 500. For 50 years, MRN has been bringing you the great American race.
12: The Motor Racing
5: Network presents the 12th Annual Daytona 500-Miler.
2: And Dale Earnhardt is going to win the Daytona 500 in his 20th try.
5: Everybody, all his three team, everybody's worked so hard for this. Dale Earnhardt Jr. pulls down to the start-finish line. He will win the 46th running of the great American race. It's Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the
6: 2004 Daytona 500. I'm
5: happy as hell to win the Daytona 500, and I'm glad I got to race my buddy Tony Stewart for the win. This has got to be the greatest day of my life. Austin Dillon leads the pack off turn number four. No one ever thought he would contend for the win, but he's gonna do it. He's gonna win the 60th running of the Daytona 500. Daytona has a way with just making memories.
1: The 2019 Great American Race is near. And Jimmy Johnson has won the Daytona 500. As the NASCAR world assembles on the world's most famous beach in Daytona, so too does the Motor Racing Network. The world's greatest
5: stock car race, the Daytona 500
1: miler. For the 50th time in history, MRN will bring the sounds of Daytona to listeners worldwide.
5: They almost touch as They move down low in the banking. They're going to be side by side as they exit the bank and head for the finish line. Richard Petty. Goes back in front. They both spin. They're in the wall. Petty is sliding, slamming into the wall.
16: With the 29th annual Daytona 500 goes to Bill Elliott.
7: You know, to run around this place for 500 miles and stay out of trouble Yeah, is a feat in itself.
2: Bernhardt will not be able to do anything with him. Jeff Gordon wins the Daytona 500 for a second time.
5: You, you recognize how recognized that race is and that, that winner is and, and, you know, how special it, it is to be there.
16: Here they come off turn number four. Dale Jarrett's got the lead. He goes to the inside. Earnhardt's not going to get him. Dale Jarrett is going to win. To
12: bring Joe Gibbs uh, his first Daytona 500 win was pretty special.
1: Join the voice of NASCAR for the biggest race of the season.
16: Crossover the final time off
5: four. Trevor Bain playing defense. He's out in front at age 20. He's gonna win the 53rd Daytona 500.
1: The great American race. Second
5: flag waving at the start finish line. Who will get there first? It's Truex on the inside, Hamlin on the outside and two close to call. Denny Hamlin has won the 58th running of the Daytona 500. That was an amazing
1: finish. As heard on MRN Radio for the 50th time in history. Daytona 500 winner, come on. February 17th.
0: We'll have an extended celebration of MRN's 50th Daytona 500 on February 11th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Be sure to join us for this one-hour special edition. Speaking of the Daytona 500, the defending winner Austin Dillon spoke with our Woody Keane about his return to Daytona ahead of Richard Childress's 50th anniversary season. Trying to keep Austin Dillon behind him. Dillon turns him. Eric Alvarola into the wall in turn number three. Austin
5: Dillon leads the pack off turn number four. No one ever thought he would contend for the win, but he's going to do it. He's going to win the 60th running of the Daytona 500.
15: Headed back to the, the Daytona 500, do you expect when you roll through the tunnel for the first time this coming season that you're going to be like a lot of memories flooding back?
14: Yeah, you know, I think it'll uh, it'll be fun. You know, I I can't wait to get there. Daytona is like my second home. I know so many people down there now. And when you come home with a trophy like we did last year, you just want to do it more often. So uh, I can't wait to get there and have another chance. Um, especially with RCR's 50th anniversary, we've got some special looking cars. I mean, I got a lot to live up to just with this gold car we're taking down there.
15: I mean, even better than the silver one at Darlington. That was pretty sweet.
14: Yeah, that was a sweet ride, but this one, man, 50th anniversary, to be driving for my grandfather on his 50th anniversary. He's put so much history into this company out of Welcome, North Carolina. Uh, it'll be awesome to go out there and represent him again this year in the, the Daytona 500.
15: How much more satisfying is it for you to be able to drive for him and see his reaction when you do well versus team owner A or B? Well, there's
14: nothing like it. You know, I really um, I feel like, uh, I'm the luckiest man in the world because I get to work with my family, and it's hard some days. You know, it can be very difficult, but um, the, the spoils of victory after are amazing, so we, we really enjoy um, our chances when we get to victory lane and um, want to create more of those memories.
15: Not to criticize anybody else, but I, I, I know from the comments I saw that you were thrilled to be back with Danny Stockman. I mean, it always just seemed like you guys clicked, and do you think that that chemistry element is underrated in racing? Oh
14: man the chemistry is so much uh, and, and the guy just knows me from the two championships I had, I've had a blast with Justin Alexander he's got my two cup wins uh, for me in the in the cup series and I, I hate that we're, we're separating but you know, there's something there with Danny that I've always wanted to be able to bring him to the cup series and work together with him um, we got two championships together and um, the base of my racing background comes from him, you know, him, him teaching me and just sitting me down and, and having conversations with me to, to teach me more about these cars and, and adjustments that go into these cars. So our chemistry is really good, um, the, uh, It kind of came from his background and um, putting us back together after we've gone and learned from other, dr- other people. He's had to work with other drivers, I've had to work with other crew chiefs. I think coming back together, we bring it all in um, together, we'll, we'll be able to really do a lot this year.
0: That's the winner of the 2018 Daytona 500, Austin Dillon. Coming up next, Austin's grandfather, Richard Childress, will join us to talk about his 50th anniversary of RCR and a whole lot more. Calling all admirers of the King. Richard Petty, the STP Pontiac. We have the place for you. Celebrate the life and career of NASCAR's all-time win leader, Richard Petty. Uh,
3: the hat came back in the late 70s.
0: From the legend behind the King's famous crown to thrills and spills that the Hall of Famer had over the years. Petty is
5: sliding, slamming into the wall.
0: It's Richard Petty's Road to Royalty, and it's available for free to download on iTunes and MRN.com right now. It's the 50th anniversary of Richard Childress Racing. Coming up next, we'll hear all about the humble beginnings of one of NASCAR's most successful teams. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR.
1: The 1993 Cup Series season had more than its fair share of twists and turns. Checkered flags waving. I look in my mirror and here's Earnhardt right on my tail. And he goes down low to pass me. And I said, oh, no, you don't.
16: As Wallace spins, Wallace's car goes on its nose.
1: Here's stories that you've never heard before in a 10-part series called The 1993 Season, 25 Years Later. And Davey was behind me and we came off the corner and there's a guy standing in the middle of the racetrack. You
10: can download it for free on iTunes and at MRN.com right now. Now. On February 17th, the stage will be set for racing's greatest day, the Daytona 500. A day that delivers four-wide excitement, legendary moments, and unforgettable finishes. A day that keeps you on the edge of your seat and that you'll remember forever. The greatest race awaits. Experience the thrill of the Daytona 500 in person. Guarantee your seats before they sell out at Daytona500.com.
1: The Motor Racing Network congratulates Richard Childress Racing on its 50th
7: anniversary. Austin Dillon to the bottom of the racetrack, at the front of the field, off of turn number four, but they're lined up side by side. Behind them, it's Austin Dillon.
5: Austin Dillon leads the pack off turn number four. No one ever thought he would contend for the win, but he's going to do it. He's going to win the 60th running of the Daytona 500.
6: You know, it's unbelievable to have the three back in Winter Circle 20 years later. And, uh, and, you know, I stood here with Dale in the old Winter Circle, and today with Austin Dillon, my grandson, the number three. I got to thank all the fans, the Earnhardt family, and everything for letting us run it. And it's just a very special night for all of us.
1: Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley.
6: That's how it sounded Sunday,
0: February 18th, 2018. Austin Dillon in a quite rambunctious last lap to win the great american race thank you so much thanks for hanging out with us this week on nascar live one of the highlights from the 2018 season was austin winning the daytona 500 and he took the three back to victory lane which brings us to the 50th anniversary of richard childress racing in the late 1960s richard childress wasn't a car owner he was a driver looking for any race he could find
6: and working side jobs to fund his passion yeah i was working for douglas battery over in Weston salem i was working on machines and i sort of like a machine of steel over there and i went in i said mr douglas uh, i really need to be off for a couple of weeks to go to daytona and race i said i got me a car i want to go down and race he said well you go down and race I don't think you can work here. I said well you made the decision for me I'll see you later and I had not looked back.
0: The opportunity he needed came in 1969. Bill France Sr. was in need of drivers for Sunday's NASCAR race at Talladega after some of NASCAR's biggest stars decided to boycott the event.
6: We hadn't planned on racing it. They had uh, gave us some uh, deal money to come down and run the uh, we, that's when we we're running the Camaros the GTs and uh, we ran it the grand american series race that day and he called us all over there after the race you know we'd you'd wait around in them days and pick up your money uh and he called us over there and said come under here and we all got there and he said look i'll pay each one of you so much to go out here and race this race tomorrow and uh if you'll do it for me i'll always remember from that point forward richard children's racing was in business richard
0: remained a driver through the 70s But he came to realize that if RCR was going to be successful, he needed to focus on ownership, hire drivers, and expand the shop. One of those brought on was Chocolate Myers.
11: So I came uh, down to see Richard, asked Richard for a job. Richard said, I don't need anybody, but I just bought a bunch of old equipment, and I need somebody to fix it up. Would you be interested in doing it? Absolutely. He said, well, it's in a different location. So we went up, and, and, and I started working on that equipment during the day. And as soon as I'd get through, I'd run to the race shop and I'd help them, right? This is in 83. If there was a way that I could go to the racetrack, I would go to the racetrack. I would get one of those jobs like, hey, hold the signboard. Hey, clean the wind, catch the top, whatever. It didn't matter. I would do anything I could do.
0: In 1983, Richard Childress scored his first Cup Series win as a car owner with Ricky Rudd behind the wheel at the Riverside International Raceway in Southern California.
12: Here's Ricky Rudd coming out from under the bridge, heads for turn number nine. If he can just hang it together for about another eight or nine seconds, he's going to win the Budweiser 400. First Winston Cup victory in the Richard Childress team, still just standing on the wall watching it very calmly. Here he comes right in the middle of turn number nine very healthy margin over the second place car. About five seconds right now, as he comes out of the corner, going into the turn is Bill Elliott. Ladies and gentlemen, down to the line to win his first Winston Cup victory, taking the checkered flag, Ricky Rudd in the Piedmont Airlines car as he waves to the fans as he crosses the line.
0: Ricky Rudd finished the season with two wins and four pole awards. In 1984, Childress decided to go with a new driver, someone he had been told that was past his prime at the age of 30. He didn't listen, and he hired Dale Earnhardt. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll continue RCR's story with Dale Earnhardt's dominance and moving the race team into the next century and beyond. It's our AutoZone commercial-free zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Does your check engine light have you stressing? The free AutoZone fix finder service will help you find the likely issue, saving you time and money. See store for restrictions and details. Get in the zone, AutoZone.
8: Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff.
9: Hey, what's that look on your face? Defeat? You want to save more money? Then start playing as a team. Bundle home and auto with Progressive. That's how you win big savings. What? You need music to get pumped? Let's do this. Hold on, I'm going to turn it up. That's too loud. Yeah, that's better.
7: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers.
8: Discounts not available in all states or situations. In a sport driven by acceleration, we're shifting gears to do more to help preserve our environment, driving the sport towards greater reforestation efforts, speeding up our recycling programs, racing greener with Sunoco Green E15, a cleaner blended biofuel. Because if we all shift gears to help the environment, we can keep racing for so much longer. To learn more about how NASCAR is shifting towards a greener future, visit nascar.com green today.
1: The Motor Racing Network congratulates Richard Childress Racing on its 50th anniversary.
2: Dale Earnhardt comes to the white flag and the caution flag, and Dale Earnhardt is going to win the Daytona 500 in his 20th try. It'll be Earnhardt coming to the strike, finally eluding the one prize in NASCAR racing that has eluded him the most over his illustrious career.
3: Thank the good Lord for a good day. I tell you, we got a lot of great race fans, a lot of people behind me that... Really, all week long, they say, this is your week, this is your week. Richard Childress has got one heck
5: of a race team. I'm talking about everybody that works for Richard Childress from the 31, to three trucks.
12: Everybody, all this three team, everybody's worked so hard for this. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley.
0: That's how it sounded Sunday, February 15th, 1998. Dale Earnhardt finally winning the Daytona 500. And it was one of the biggest moments of Richard Childress Racing's History. Welcome back to NASCAR Live as we continue RCR's story. The Intimidator was hired in 1984,
6: and quickly showed RC it was one of the best decisions he had ever made. We ran a race at uh, Metrolina Speedway one day, the old fairgrounds over there, and it was an invitation race by Ned Jarrett, and uh, he was driving I think Tommy Houston's car, so I can't remember whose car. No, he was driving Walter Ballard's car, and Kale was driving Tommy Houston's, and. I had my old car and I sat on the pole and come down to the last lap, uh, Tails, you know, I got into him, he spun, I won the race, and Dale come over to me after the race and he poked me in the chest like he always does. Even back then, he said, next time I race against you, I'm gonna beat you. And he finished second that day. So that's when I think our friendship actually began, was way back in 75 or 76. He was a very passionate man, and he, you know, not only with his family, but his, uh, his fans, he didn't want nothing but the best for his fans, and every time he got in that car it was for his fans. You know, We never discussed the money or what we should do about that or anything. I think Dale Earnhardt would have went out and raced for two hot dogs and a Coca-Cola um, to get a chance to win a race. But we knew it was something special and we both wanted the same thing and we had a lot of respect for each other. I have a lot of respect for him, not only his talent, but him as a, a, a person and the things the way he carried himself. And uh, it was just a special time in our
11: life. D- Dale, I-, I remember one of the first things that Dale, I, I remember him saying, uh, I'm not going to get mad at you if you screw up on pit road. Don't get mad at me if I run into the wall. Because... I don't, I don't know what it was about the chemistry, the magic, you know? We all were together as a group, right? Things are, had started to get good. We had an airplane and, and Dale and Teresa would, would show up, uh, it would be Richard, uh, Kirk Chamberdain, me, Danny, Will, uh, David, that, that was like the group. We got on the plane together and we flew to the races together and we all had a lot of personal time together and we got to be best friends. And, you know, you knew when somebody was having a good day or a bad day. And we flew back together. So we were able to spend just quality time together uh, because we had to stay at any dump that we could find. Or, you know, it got a little bit better as time went on. But we, we may be all at the, the Holiday Inn at, down at Darlington and we could go out together. We'd hang out together. We were by the pool together and uh, that that was just some great times
0: both owner and driver had the same goal according to crew chief Andy Petrie and that was win championships
13: I didn't know Richard that well but we made this appointment on a Sunday because that's the only day I had off. and I came down there's Richard I'm meeting basically for the first time and he's standing there with Dale Earnhardt they all made the trip to, to on a Sunday in all season you really get the sense of, of how passionate he is about winning championships. That's the first thing they said. It wasn't about winning races when I came. It was about winning championships. That was the most important thing. Bernhardt won
0: RCR's first title back in 1986, followed by five more throughout the years. The number three team was unstoppable through the 1980s and 90s.
16: Rick tries the outside. He can't get any draws to the inside at the straight. Bernhardt wins by a car lane holding off Rick Bast and Dale Earnhardt will celebrate his record-tying seventh NASCAR Winston Cup championship with a victory here in Rockingham, North Carolina. New faces like Kevin Harvick represented RCR going into the millennium,
13: but Andy Petrie says Richard has stayed the same. He hasn't changed at all. is the same person. He's got the same passion about winning and, and, and integrity. He stands for all those things and it's and, and I don't know of any owner, which then there's some fine owners in the sport, but but none better than, than Richard. And it's, you know, that's, that's, that's difficult to do when you're competitors and in business and on the track and, all, and and we've had a great relationship through it all. In
0: 2014, Richard's grandson, Austin Dillon, took over the number three car full time, taking it to victory lane in the Daytona 500, exactly 20 years after Earnhardt did.
14: Daytona has a way with just making memories. This place makes memory after memory and they're life changing memories and uh. Um, I was fortunate to be in Victory Lane 20 years ago, and I'm here again.
0: But I'm driving. This is awesome. Going into the 2019 season, RCR announced Daniel Hemrick would move up from the Xfinity Series into the number eight Chevrolet. Used to be the number 31. Daniel says the feeling is
9: unreal. What I thought was the pinnacle of our sport growing up, the name of Dale Earnhardt and the team of Richard Childress Racing throughout, you know the early mid 90s and, and as that evolved to, to see that that gave me as a kid something to strive for right a guy named Dale Earnhardt being from the same hometown as me and to see what he was able to do uh, out of little Kanapolis town. and. And to fast forward all these years and to see things come full circle, and me have the opportunity to now make you know my first run at a you know full-time Cup Series level with RCR in the number eight car—it's uh, it is definitely surreal. I definitely had to pinch myself. After 50 years, Richard Childress
0: Racing has come a long way and cemented itself as a cornerstone of NASCAR, giving fans some of the greatest moments in the sport's history. This has been the AutoZone commercial free zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Does your check engine light have you stressing? The free AutoZone fix-binder service will help you find the likely issue, saving you time and money. See store for restrictions and details. Get in the zone, AutoZone. And with that said, we'd like to thank Daniel Suarez for joining us this week. Also, Greg Biffle. Thanks to Brianna Daniels, Grant Lynch of Talladega Super Speedway, along with Richard Childress, Austin Dillon, Andy Petrie, Daniel Hemrick and Chocolate Myers. For the rest of the MRA crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll chat with you next week right here on NASCAR Live.
1: So long, everyone. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida and was brought to you by Hercules Tires. Right on our strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrion, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbert. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.